And we are live. This is the Wrap It Up Podcast. My name is Sheldon Alexander. Thank you for tuning in once again to the Wrap It Up Raps post-game show. And you know what? We got sponsors, so I got a live read to get right off the bat. The Raptors lose, but the show continues. There's stuff we got to get to right off the bat. This episode of Wrap It Up is brought to you by Clean Cuts Barbershop. 2013 Danforth Avenue in Toronto. Clean Cuts the multicultural barbers that will always keep you fresh for any and all occasions, right? Check them out on Instagram at Clean Cuts Toronto or give them a call 416-917-4833 to book your appointment now. Get your appointment. No doubt. Right? But we're here to talk about basketball. You know what? This was a tough game for the Toronto Raptors. Raptors lose 125-107 and this was a big boy game. This was a game that I feel like a lot of people were looking forward to, probably at the top of the list, was your man's DeMar DeRozan. <laughs> I got so fired up, I wanted to dive right in. I didn't even introduce who I'm here with. I'm here with my guy, Beals. Beals, what's good? How you doing, man? I'm good, man. Can't complain, you know? You all working, right? Working, 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 putting it out. Working Product ready to hit the streets soon, you know? Okay. That's what we're dealing with. Album's still coming. Album's still coming, man. End of January, the blessing. Okay. No okay. doubt, no doubt. Q. Q, what's up, man? What's up what's with you? Good? How what's you doing? Good? I'm good. I'm good. You just want to get to the yeah, shits, eh? You know, you guys got nine to fives now. Yeah. Stay yeah. up to watch a game, and it's disappointing, man. Okay, okay. Let's get it out the way. All right. So, now that we got the, the formalities out of the way, let's get to this, this game. And there's a lot here. First off, DeMar DeRozan... You know he was fired up about this. He was mad about the trade, obviously, yep. to to start with. We've heard him talk over and over again about how he's looking forward to this game. He talks smack on Serge's uh, podcast. He talks smack in all interviews. We know Kyle. Kyle's a whole other thing here because I got an issue with Kyle in tonight's game. We'll get to that. But big-time performance. I'm going to ask you just for your first overall impressions of this game. Raptors lose to the Spurs 125-107. Oh, I can hear that. Eh? I'll start with you, Beals. I'll start with me. Yeah. Uh, I guess the Spurs knew this was an important game for DeMar, and the Raptors just looked at it as a regular game. They got outplayed uh, offensively and defensively. So, mm-hmm. like I said, is you know, the Spurs just wanted it more. That's basically what it was. It's just a, It wasn't a personal thing for the Raptors, and the Spurs made it personal for DeMar. Like the, the guy had a triple double, so it was obviously it was obvious to make sure that, you know, to get the win for him and that he played well. Yeah, uh, that was the obvious thing, you know. I felt that too. I felt like the Spurs came out aggressive. The Spurs came out as if this game like meant something to them, mm-hmm. and it was a thing where we've been talking about chemistry the last few games with the Toronto Raptors, and they have a serious lack of chemistry. But I feel like if you do have chemistry you know the stakes of what this would mean for Kawhi Leonard no and Danny Green no going back to play in San Antonio. And I just don't think that the Raptors came out with any sort of intensity at all for this game. They came out pretty flat from the get-go. It, wasn't, it just wasn't a good look at all. And to me, it wasn't even close from the beginning. Like There were moments where I thought they could sneak back in, yeah. but it was a Spurs domination pretty much from the word go. No, Q? Yeah, I mean, everybody in that black and white uniform came to ball. Everybody came. Everybody made the shots, open shots they were supposed to make. Everybody was 
rebounding. We had what three players tonight? I think it was three players. Maybe two. Yeah. Maybe two. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I'll give I'll, no. I'll give Moose. I'll give Moose. Some no, Moose, Moose did all right. Moose. And I mean, I mean, you gotta you, you do what you're what, what's expected of you, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. He did that. Moose, Moose came like. in and provided a nice little jump yeah. off the bench. He did his thing. Yeah. So first thing, let's start from the very beginning. And Kawhi Leonard comes out. He gets booed by the crowd during the player intros. Did that surprise you, Kawhi Leonard getting booed? No, it didn't surprise me because they didn't like the way he left. He left on bad terms, so it's expected. Like, even if he did bring a championship and a couple of defensive players, you know, it's about what you – what's it saying? It's about what you can do for me now, mm-hmm. yeah. right? And he didn't do anything for them when the, the year he was – the last year he was there, right? So he left on bad terms. So him getting booed, that's expected. We we live on the on the on the what's happening now. Like exactly, you exactly. Need to forget, you know. Exactly. <laughs> you need to forget what he's done for you. And it's just about what are you exactly, doing now? Exactly, yes. exactly, exactly. Because it's a ring, right? Like he actually yeah, won a ring, a Finals MVP, finals MVP. Yeah. and and Be you know, wrong. not just a ring. They don't win that ring if it's not for Kawhi. Period. True. Like, forget to even Duncan. the first one, right? Yeah. The first one they don't win. Yeah. yeah. Um. Sorry, just adjusting the audio here a little bit. But here's the other thing, right? Could you imagine, and I know that it's different because Kawhi essentially forced his way out of yeah, San yeah. Antonio, and that's what's going to have fans kind of, not kind of, very salty. Mm-hmm. But for him and Danny Green, like I mean, Danny Green didn't get booed. When they, they no. did the whole, I don't know if you guys caught it off the beginning, but what they tried to do was they had the player intros mm. for the visiting team. But they played the video for both of them then, yeah. instead of during the first timeout, which we normally see. Right, they did right. a little differently. Kawhi didn't really look like he was paying attention to the video much. Probably Danny not. Green was right. I, don't think, I don't think the booze or anything bothers him. He's, nah, man. He's... He came out. He came out all right. No, yeah. Kawhi came out. He seemed like he was good early on. It just everyone else from the Raptors, I think, didn't really have a good game. And Danny Green, zero for seven, zero points, zero yeah. for six from three. You haven't really seen a, a game like that from Danny Green this year. Do you think maybe the nerves got to him? Maybe. Um, I think so. Remember, he he played. He's been playing there a long time. Yeah. Right. So that's I, where I he think, built his career. Yeah. So I think it was a weird for him to be in that building, going up against Pop and the Spurs. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah, I don't yeah. think he was frazzled to the point where like it was just too much for him. I just think, you know, just being there and and you're sitting on the other side of the bench when you spent the last. 10 years, mm-hmm. you know, beside Pop and beside Tim Duncan. And yeah. I think it was weird for him. Yeah. yeah. No, nah, I, I agree with Q. It was just weird for him. You couldn't. <laughs> it was just weird, you know. He, he's probably like, damn, everything just looks weird on this side. The other thing, too, is that, like, the way that the Spurs came out, it's like the Raptors couldn't take that punch. Nah, they came out You know already. what I mean? Like, yeah. the Spurs came out, it was, what, 15-5 early the Raptors were just turning over the ball. It was horrible to start. Like, I think it was up to, what, 30-11 at some point. Yeah, it was nasty. Raptors down big, 38-19 after the first quarter. DeMar, on the flip side, we're talking a lot about Kawhi, but DeMar DeRozan came out with nine points, eight rebounds, and four assists in the first quarter. Basically knew, like, showing us that we'd be on the triple-double watch as yeah. he did finish with the triple-double, the first of his career, <laughs> weirdly Perfect enough. Perfect time in DeMar. <laughs> right? But what but did I you think... make of DeMar DeRozan's performance tonight and kind of his revenge game? Was it DeMar well, I mean, or was uh, it LeBron uh, playing tonight? <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. 
Was it? You know, you know, as well, far, we know as far it wasn't LeBron because if LeBron was been, on the court, you know? DeMar's Jeez. not getting a triple-double if LeBron's on the court, right? Jeez. I mean, as far as the rebounds go, when you shoot, and I don't even, I don't remember. I remember at nah. one point it was like seven, three for 21 mm-hmm. from three. Yeah. It's going to be a lot of long rebounds. Yeah. For sure. You know what I mean? For sure. So Raptors <laughs> finished six of 30, but you're right. For the majority of the game, it was ugly. I mean, yeah. that is ugly. That's 20% yeah. still. And to say that they were shooting less than that for uh, the majority of the game, it's a terrible look. And the Raptors just I, had no energy. None, they were, it was none, bad on the defensive none, end. None, yeah. The Spurs were getting anything they wanted. Anything, I, anything. LaMarcus Aldridge's game is so annoying to me, but he was getting busy. Surge looked like last year's Surge. Like, it just wasn't a good look for the Toronto Raptors at all. They had no energy. Surge looked bad. Siakam was out of control. Freddie was out of control. And this is, to me, where you miss Kyle Lowry yeah. the most because this is a big boy game in a hostile environment. And sometimes your young bucks aren't going to be ready yet to carry that carry that load, right? It's a big time. Like, the crowd is hostile. That's fired up crowd. And clearly, and to me, Kyle, it seemed like... That's Kyle's environment. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And, and he also... that extra yeah. chip on his shoulder, yeah. that extra, I'm going to show you... Yeah, you know? he feeds off that. He feeds, he off, feeds that. off. Also, that. too, Forbes and White. Like, I don't mean to disrespect those guys, but those are two dudes that Kyle Lowry also kills. Oh, that's food for him, right? Kyle that's Lowry food. looks that's at food. dudes like that, younger yeah, yeah. Yeah, dudes, yeah, yeah, just yeah. getting, and he just exposes them, and he gets busy. He but smokes those is, kids, easy, yeah. easy. Like that type of game is his, and like like we said, it's his environment. Mm-hmm. He controls the gameplay. Yeah. Most definitely. He's slow. I think the game was too fast for the Raptors. He's definitely going to slow it down for them. Well, I've but, been talking about the fact that I feel like Siakam is very out of control lately. And, like, you don't want to rein it in because that's what's getting him. And, you know, as he's taking mm-hmm. the step, he's getting more and more responsibility. Right, right. And that's, like, the positive. Like, you're letting him go. So you're going to have to live with some of the mistakes. Mm-hmm. But in a game like this where, and especially with Kyle Lowry out of the lineup, you need ball control from him and Freddie to create plays, to run the offense, to lead the offense. And that did not happen in this game. And to me, that was the biggest reason why this game went the way that it did. The Raptors offense still is kind of pathetic. And it has been for how many games in a row now, save for Kawhi having a career high, Pascal having a career high, just to beat the Jazz. There are still sloppy games too. Yeah. But I think that's what, I mean, going back to the Kyle thing, I think that's where, I think Siakam, given the reins to bring the ball up, mm-hmm. I think he he takes even more control of that. You know what I mean, so he okay. he decides he he needs to do more. Yeah, right. Instead of just being himself, mm-hmm. he wants to now. He's got feels like he's gonna take over because now he's. Well, I mean, I guess he is the number two guy in he the is, lineup, basically. right? Basically, so yeah. so he 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 wants to do a little bit more and maybe force it a little bit more where whereas before earlier in the season you know being the third option or fourth option depending on the game yeah he could let the game come to him and yeah. and use his skills now he's forcing it yeah we were counting the times like we we're talking about the the chemistry between Serge not Serge between Pascal and Kawhi and how many times cuz i keep pointing this out and i want people to pay attention to this to understand what i'm saying but like Siakam can get to the bucket whenever he wants, right? Like he can put his head down and barrel to the basket and force up a lay in that might make her miss, but it's a tough layup 
anytime he wants. Yeah, he's he's he needs to yeah. not do that though. He keeps doing it a little too often, right? And just yeah. because you can do something every time, I think doesn't mean you should. Do you know? Yeah. Does that make sense? No, it makes sense. I think when he gets the ball, whether it's at, whether he's bringing it up or he gets it at the top of the key, like he wants to pass. Like I see it, like he wants to pass, but like he's so in that mode, like mode now where it's like. All right, I'm just gonna take it, mm-hmm. and that, that's my guy. Yeah, yeah. like I like what you're saying is true. Like the last couple games, mm-hmm. he's been rushing it. He's going to the rim all awkward, creating out of control. Turnovers, out of control. So they gotta they they gotta bring that to a limit. He's gotta have a certain like pace with that. Super out of control. Mm-hmm. But I mean, you can't really just blame him. But there's one thing I really want to get to, and it's it. I can't lie, it's bothering <laughs> me, and it's Kyle Lowry, and I've been here. From the start of this season, talking about, listen, Kyle Lowry, as long as he's balling, can do whatever he wants. I don't care about the Kyle Lowry mind games with the media. I don't care about the Kyle Lowry being mad about the DeMar trade. If he's balling, do whatever he wants. My issue here with Kyle Lowry is this, okay? We know that you just got the the needles, the anti-inflammatory shots to your back, which tells me that this is going to be something that's recurring. You really have back issues, okay? One thing that's been pointed out is the fact that someone correct me if the, in the chat if I'm wrong here, but I'm pretty sure that during this entire time that Kyle Lowry has missed games, he has not been on the bench this season. Last season, yes. We've seen JV, we've seen Surge when they're out this season, they're on the bench. Kyle Lowry this season when he's missed games, he has not been on the bench until tonight. Now, I know the excuse might be, he went through a pretty rigorous workout before the game as if he was going to start. There was talk maybe he might play in this game tonight, yeah. and then he didn't. So I could kind of understand if you're going to tell me, well, he worked up a sweat, he was in the gym gear already, so he just threw on the tracksuit and came out. Mm-hmm. I'm not here for that, though, because to me, he knows the TNT cameras are here, right? Of course. He's yep. here for the photo op on TNT exactly. to hug up DeMar during the game and all that. And it just kind of, it's a weird, like, if you're going to sit out, and not be on the bench all the time, then sit out and don't be on the bench all the time. Don't just do it now just because Damar's there. Because, yo, this is between the lines. And your job that you said, your job, is is you play for the Toronto Raptors. My guy, take the shower, put on the suit, sit on the bench. Like like everybody else. We've seen times when when Kobe was injured. We've seen when when, when Russ is injured. You know, know, they go through their little pregame workout. It wasn't like it was he was working out before. Like pregame, like right pregame, getting up shots, and he didn't have time. Not, it was it was an hour before game. He went through his little workout. You go hold a shower. It's you not, put, you, you put know, the suit on. You know what? It's to add up to my, what you're saying. But my beef isn't the fact that whether he's on the bench or not. It's more you haven't been on the bench the entire oh, yeah, year yeah, while the, you're the hurt. Ten games, and then hurt, now. Yeah. All of a sudden, magically, the game you're playing against Demar on, on TNT, though, when on, we though, all know the storylines is going to be. Why is he coaching? Has he been coaching on the bench? Well, here's the thing. In years past when Kyle Lowry's been hurt, you'd always see the shots where he's in the huddle, he's still trying to coach Fred, he's uh, still trying to do all those little things in years past. Uh, but this year, yeah, no. He's been doing that, Kyle but he Lowry did it for the TNT the game, though. And I thought the whole mm-hmm. reason was because, if you notice, when Kawhi's not in the lineup, mm-hmm. Kawhi's not on the bench either. Right, so in my mind, I was like, "This is a little mind game about yeah, like, yeah, well, yeah. if Kawhi doesn't have to be on the bench, then I don't have to be on the bench." 
But I'm just mad that like, okay, we get it. Your boyfriend Demar's in t- like you're playing against Demar. <laughs> but like, yo, bro, you said your job is you're the point guard of the Toronto Raptors. So if you're the point guard of the Toronto Raptors, you don't need to be here for the photo op with Demar. No. But clearly, that's the only reason you are here. No, Am I wrong? Clearly. Or am I making too much out of this? No, I don't think you're making too much out of it. Q's smiling. <laughs> Q's smiling. Here. Q knows it's Q knows it's correct. <laughs> I don't know. I just no, think you're you're really right. And we, I mean, but nobody's gonna the, say you it. You know what? I'm the type of person like I expect antics from certain people. <laughs> okay, and I so expect you expected it. To, I expect he yeah, wasn't yeah. missing. He wasn't sitting. He was not. Not sitting courtside for nothing. <laughs> <laughs> he was going to be there, right? He had yeah. to be. There. I'm surprised. I'm. I'm honestly surprised he wasn't in the lineup and at least play the first quarter, yeah, get the yeah, pregame yeah. hug and kiss, yeah, and then mean? sit down and hold your back. For Let the, the market is ten points off. I'm, I'm, you know, but hey, yeah, yeah. Uh, nah, man. I was so I fired. I was so fired up to start this. I didn't even like shout out all the people on Twitter, right into the chat group at Shell Alexander or on Instagram. At Sheldon Alexander, but we got a lot of comments already. I'm gonna take some time and read some comments here. Let's do it. Uh, my boy Mike says, "Not sure I want to hear this today." LOL. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, another comment. Only good takeaway from this game: Norm Powell. Do we want to talk about Norm Powell? Give Norm Definitely. Powell some love here. Facts Norm Powell Kellerman. had a good game. Fax Kellerman. Yeah, I do very... like that. Fax Kellerman Facts is Kellerman. becoming a part of my vocab. Yeah, I do Kellerman. enjoy Fax Kellerman. But Norman Powell off the bench tonight, 14 points. But again, as I've been saying for a whole year, to me, it's not even about the stat sheet with Norman Powell. It's the eye test. He just looks way more comfortable, way more confident. And like in a game like tonight where it's a hostile crowd and clearly there were some dudes on the Raptors that weren't ready or didn't want the smoke tonight. DeLon, OG, Fred. But I think Norm, they didn't but want I think, it. Norm I think, came in and he wanted it. No, Norm. We've been saying that about Norm. Norm likes the un, the underdog role, yeah. Yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, second round pick, right? Supposed to be last man off the bench. Yeah. Earned his way to the starter spot. Yeah. Earned his way to a ten million dollar contract. But mm-hmm. then we got it, and now there's expectation. I, I think it. It, again, it's kind of like Siakam, where it yeah, was like, yeah. I have to do more now because I'm the starting small yeah, forward making yeah, $10 million. He understands, he understands his role. Right? Yeah. Now he has to earn his minutes, and that's what he, that's exactly. where he's, he's exactly. effective. Yeah. Exactly. And like CJ Miles, he's basically taking yeah, CJ Miles. CJ Miles, right? OG's minutes are next. Yeah. <laughs> OJ, OG. I just called him OJ. CJ's <laughs> on that trading block. I think I was doing a bit of CJ yeah. and OG, right? That's what I was yeah, doing there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but OG and, well, they both didn't play well, even if you combine them both to call them OJ. Yeah. OG and Adobe with zero points in this game. He went 0 for 3. CJ Miles checked in for minutes. I, I don't even really know why. But CJ Miles, he hit the only shot he took. He hit a one three-pointer. But not much from the bench. DeLon Wright's numbers look good, but I think that was more in garbage time. Yeah, Moose... Moose was a big body. Let's talk about Surge, okay? Because to me, Surge has struggled a lot since JV has gone down. There's yeah. a few games where his numbers looked okay, but overall, Serge Ibaka, I think, has struggled a lot since JV's gone down, and it's because of matchups, no? Yeah. I, Definitely. I, I think that's one reason. I also think another thing is, is that, look, these guys all have egos, mm-hmm. right? Right? So, so when, when, when Nick Nurse decided he was going to go with the one big man, mm-hmm. Right, and it's either Serge or JV. Mm-hmm. Serge, Serge been starting his whole career. He yeah. didn't want to call off the bench. Okay, so he uh, had to, he he made sure he was he was the number one guy. Mm-hmm. With JV out, right, you know Moose is only going to play limited minutes. 
JV can go back. I mean, Serge can go back to shooting threes, trying to dribble through through the key, trying to do things that is not his game. Right. Serge was back to taking like b- bad shots bad that shots. we saw Serge take last bad year. Bad shot, fumbling the ball. Yeah. Whereas when Kyle's there, you brought this that's up. That's what I was about to say. I think that's what I was. That's what I was about to say. When Kyle's there, he's not taking those shots. Yeah. Because Kyle's there to check him. Like Serge, don't take that. Also, just feed him. Here's your elbow exactly. jumper. Exactly. Here's here's yeah. your little mid corner jumper. Yeah, here's yeah. your elbow yeah. jumper. Just stick to those, and we're right. good. If you have again, the odd, I think it yeah. all goes from Lauer being out and everybody feeling like, right? Because there, like, there's really no like other than Lowry and Kawhi. There's no hierarchy, right? Everybody else is kind of if your game's on, you're the you're the number number two guy or the number mm-hmm. three guy. It's a game right? by game base. So yeah. everybody's there now. He's the, he started the season the way he did. Siakam started the season the way he did. So now with Lowry out, everybody thinks, here's my time to get that those extra buckets, those mm-hmm. extra minutes, mm-hmm. the, the extra touches. Yeah. And, you know, it doesn't work for nah, everybody. it doesn't work Not like everybody's that. meant to Do be. Do you know what it is? Like, so when we keep talking about the Raptors missing JV and missing Kyle Lowry, I think the part that people miss, yes, those guys are good players, but the relevance of how important they are is more so what it means to the rest of the team. Yeah. Kyle Lowry starting puts Fred back to being a, the leader of your bench unit, yeah. right? right? Yeah. Which moves DeLon down from not having to be the leader of the bench right. movement, right? And like it just slots everybody back into place. So with JV being out of the lineup, when you bring JV back, now... Okay, Serge is struggling in this matchup. Okay, yep. cool. Let's go to JV, see how he does. Mm-hmm. And the combination of those two guys will wear down LaMarcus Aldridge over the course of a game. Exactly. Right? Whereas LaMarcus Aldridge just feasted on Surge yo, in this his, game. Yo, his game is so trash. But it works. When you got Surge yeah. and JV... Mm-hmm. You can't bring in a, a, a Pirtle or a Bertrands and, and play them extended minutes because yeah. you're going to get roasted. That means Aldridge has to play more. Yeah. The Spurs are so well coached, too, because, yeah. like, I think Aldridge only succeeds playing for Greg Popovich, right? Who, and in a who, system. In a system like that where system. they're going to give him the ball in the right spots. And yeah, the same system in Portland. Yeah. Right? That, that same system in Portland. Where's the stat? I wrote it down. The Spurs are 17-4 and four when Aldridge scores 20 or more points this season. Right, and that's just Popovich figuring out, like, okay, the league's going this way, Mm -hmm. we're gonna go that way, and we're gonna feed Aldridge in the post 23 points on 10 of 14 shooting. Wow, right? Like, that's just too easy. But you also gotta think, too easy. He's 17 and four, that's 21 games. Are we at the 40 game mark? Yeah, right, yeah. So that means half the time he's not even really a factor in those games, but tonight he was a factor. factor. So when it it works for you, you, you run with that, and when it's not, you. It's crazy watching this. And I think another thing, and again, going back to just egos, this is egos of NBA players, mm-hmm. right? When you're Bryn Forbes or who's the other guy? Derek White. Yeah. And you look across and you see Fred Van Fleet. Now, we're all in Toronto. We see Fred Van Fleet. We, we know, know what, he, Fred what he did last mm-hmm. year. But if you're an NBA player, you're looking at this guy from who was, you know, an okay college undrafted. player at Wichita State, undrafted. Not really, herald, not really heralded. Yeah, yeah, he might have been in the running for for uh, most improved man. player six man or six year. man last year. But he, you don't look across and go like, okay, I'm geared up to play Fred Van Fleet, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, you look at him like he's food. Yeah, definitely. Right? Whereas when you're playing all star Kyle Lowry, that everybody knows and everybody, you, different you know, state. you go in there and you either you're either up to play him because he's an all star and you're trying to get there, mm-hmm. or he scares you. Yeah, right. Yeah, you don't get that with Fred. No. 
Yeah. Right. And I think there's, sometimes there's, there's, there's no intimidation. There's no factor. intimidation. Yeah, and yeah, sometimes yeah. and and sometimes that's good because if Red's on his game mm-hmm. and you underestimate him, he's going to kill you. As much as right? we as much but as we you, give. But if you on your are on your game, you know, like. Bryn Forbes, Derek White are not that far below Fred Van Fleet. Now we're in Toronto. We might think Fred Van Fleet's it's are way better, are way better than whatever, when he but actually But they're probably is. even equal or close That's to. Yeah, right? exactly, exactly. It's probably not that right? much of a difference. You put, right? you put Fred Van Fleet on our bench mob. I mean, Bryn Forbes on our bench mob last year. He might not be what Fred was, but he's close. It's close, yeah. right? Yeah. And it's tough. Like, Freddie, one of six from three. He missed a lot of open threes. 12 points on 11 shots. That's not really going to cut it. But to me, again, it comes back to tempo. The thing that Kyle Lowry brings to this team is controlling the tempo or the, and to make this a story, the narrative of the game, right? Yeah. And the things that Kyle Lowry will do, like the game doesn't get to be a 20-point deficit because Kyle Lowry is forcing his way into the lane to get right, free throws right, right, right. to get them points to stop the drought. Yeah. Freddie and them aren't there yet not to there like yet. understand the flow yet. and pace and how you have to control the game, right? I think this right. game proves what Kyle Lowry has been trying to prove to the <laughs> Raptors organization yeah. and to Raptor fans. That Kyle Lowry knows that too, right? I'm extremely valuable. <laughs> yeah. You guys underestimate my value. I think that's what he's been trying to do since last year is show them that how valuable he is. Are you worried about Kyle Lowry's health if we're, what, it's January, what's the date, 3rd? Yeah. And we're talking about Kyle Lowry getting injections already into his back. Are you worried about his health long-term this season? And um, if, if, if we go deep in the playoffs, yes. Can they win? Can they win the East without Kyle Lowry? No. No, 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 no. No, not at Kawhi's all. Kawhi's good, but he's not that good. We okay. Need, we need a okay. we need a second we need a second player. I, you know what? Because I'm worried I, about you know his what? Back. I, I tend not to think because it's it's the NBA. So I tend not to really think about playoffs till we pass the trade deadline. Because huh. anything like eighty if eighty ends up in Milwaukee, it's not probably not gonna happen. But you know, you hear all these rumors and I who knows what, what could happen. Eighty ends up in Milwaukee. Let's look. Let's look at next year. You know, yeah. it's, it's, it's oh, that yeah. type of mentality. That's interesting, right? But I think I think the, the Raptors are going to the playoffs. Oh, I think sure. I think Kyle doesn't even have to play for the rest of the season. We're 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 we're, <laughs> we're getting home court advantage in the playoffs. Yeah, I believe. Mm-hmm. Right. I think the the thing that you're worried about is now. If you're not the number one seed and now you're the number three seed or the number four seed, and you're forced to play mm-hmm. Boston earlier than you than you would have, yeah, or Milwaukee earlier than you would have, mm-hmm. because you just you you drop down in the standings a little yeah. bit more. That's what bothers you. Yeah. So I'm worried about Kyle Lowry's back because first off, it's his back, yeah. but also when Kyle Lowry is playing at his peak powers. The way that he plays in terms of taking charges, driving to the basket, like it's super physical, mm. right? And so the fact that he could have played tonight is like that doesn't do anything to like make me not more nervous yeah. or yeah, less yeah. any less nervous about his back injury because to me, this is recurring. You but, said something during the game, said, that but was he's always had back problems. I forgot what it was <laughs> when you're talking about uh, the back to backs. So oh, early on, where they're giving yeah. Kawhi the rest. Yes. Maybe Kyle Lowry was the one we should have been giving the rest. Well, it's it's also just like I feel like the way that the season started and because of the chip on his shoulder, Kyle Lowry, with Kawhi resting on the back-to-backs yeah. and, you know, the 
Kyle Lowry being like, no, 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 this is still my team. Yeah, he came yeah. out like gangbusters, and he's like, nope, I'll play, I'll play on the second night of back to backs. I'll do that, and it almost, I don't want to say it came back to bite them in the ass because I feel like it was very important for Kyle Lowry to kind of like yeah. put his stamp on the team still. But now going forward, I definitely think. Kawhi seems to be healthy enough where he can play on back-to-backs. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so maybe the idea now is to not have Kyle play on the second night of back-to-backs while Kawhi is. We'll get to see this weekend because they yeah. play the Bucks and then they play Indiana, 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 which is a very tough back-to-back with travel because you're going from, I know it's only from Milwaukee to Toronto, but still, yeah. it's a back-to-back with travel. And I'm interested to see when Kyle Lowry comes back into the lineup and how he plays because – I'm not interested in the Kyle Lowry that is going to play, but he's not at 100%, meaning he's not taking the charges. He's not, like, going ham into the lane to draw contact. Like, I know he could probably play now, mm-hmm. but we wouldn't be getting the full hundo P Kyle Lowry. No, we I say you rest him. Two reasons. One, obviously, the long-term health of Kyle Lowry is needed for any type of success mm-hmm. because I'm still under the mindset that anything less than the, than the, than this um, – the finals, yeah, not Eastern Conference Finals. The finals is 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 not good enough. It's a bust, right? Yeah. Two, I need. I think they gotta every, get to the finals, or else the season's a bust. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. I think it's interesting, right? Strong and then, and then, and then, it's interesting. and then, I think just the way things are going now, I think keeping Kyle Lowry out, I think both Delon and Freddie and a couple of other players need to find their game. Yeah, because. You know, I haven't seen a good shoot like since maybe the Golden State game. Well, I haven't seen a good me, shooting game. This is the one benefit of Kyle Lowry and even Serge being out, right? Like we're starting to see the limits of did I say Serge being out? JV being out. Yeah. But we're starting to see the limits of what Serge can do. Do you know what I mean? Like we're seeing that okay, Serge had a really good start to the season, but it was more system and it was more the tandem of how they were playing right. him and JV and playing them to their strengths as opposed to this is just Serge Ibaka. We're riding him out through the game and playing him heavy minutes, right? Same thing with Kyle. Kyle being out of the lineup, we're forcing Fred and DeLon to grow up big time. And this game in such a hostile environment was another chance to see how those two guys would react. And they did not answer the challenge at all. Like Toronto Raptors, to me, this is a disappointing game. And I don't know if this is a Nick Nurse thing in terms of like, were they ready for the game? I don't know if like, I just don't know what happened, but I want I keep going back to chemistry because I feel like you watch what happened with the Spurs, and obviously those guys are mad because they feel like Kawhi quote-unquote quit, quit on, on them, them or yeah. however that played out, right? But clearly they came up with energy. The Raptors, if we're talking about team chemistry, and if there's team chemistry with that, you want to get this win for Danny Green and Kawhi. Yeah. Right? Like, if I'm OG, if I'm Siakam, I'm like, yo, man, this is a big game for that. I don't like how these guys are booing Kawhi. He's meant a lot to our, Like, we want to come out from the get-go. But again, I don't think they have. That's what I was, saying, what I was I saying in the beginning. I don't was think just... they have, but I don't think they have that chemistry. And you also got to remember that, you know, now I'm sure Kawhi's not being an asshole to anybody, mm-hmm. but he's not exactly the, hey, guys, let's all go to the bar tonight type of guy. <laughs> right? Where, yeah, they get yeah. to, where they get to bond yeah, off the court. It's like right? I said in yeah, the yeah. beginning, right? it wasn't a so personal game. If, so I don't know if I don't know if they have that personal attachment. Like he's yeah, our teammate, we're gonna that's you know we'll ride for him. But you know, that's all it is. It was a personal game for San Antonio. 
They wanted to get that win yes. for Demar, and yeah. that's, that's what we were saying in the beginning. Rappers didn't have that. Rappers didn't have it. Was no. just a regular game. For no, them. but but I think I think like you said, it was San Antonio. Like whether whether you bonded with Demar or not, you're mm-hmm. like. We're going up against you Kawhi. Knew the importance of this game. Kawhi, yes. who didn't want to play with us last year, yeah. who, exactly. who cost us last year, and da da da. Exactly. exactly. Right. Whereas Toronto is like, hey, we're playing our buddy. Exactly. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yes. Right. My guy. Yes. 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 Right? Exactly. Yeah. And exactly. and Demar, and I think Demar. Another thing is Demar has been the best player on this team for however long. He's coming in and he's looking at OG across like, from him son. and, and yeah, son. so he's coming yeah. in there like you guys, <laughs> oh, like you guys. You it was practice. It yeah. went back well, to practice. Well, you've yeah. seen it two times when Serge had him oh, in the post. This got me so cheesed. He just pulled out the chair. The yeah. once he pulled out the chair yeah. the first twice. time. Twice. Twice. He did it to him twice. But he, I'm saying, he's been playing with these like guys twice. for two, three, four, exactly. five years. Like he knows what you like. You know, it, it was. It was. It was like playing was, in, in in the in the practice gym. It was. Yeah. It was, a fr- it, was a, it was an exhibition game. Again, DeMar DeRozan with his first career triple-double, 21 points, 14 rebounds, 11 assists, <laughs> on 7 of 15 shooting for DeMar DeRozan. And you know DeMar DeRozan was serious. I'd already told you what his first quarter numbers were. He had 9, 8, and 4 in the first quarter. At the half, DeMar DeRozan had 19, 10, and 5. That was the first time in his career he's had a double-double in the first half. So that's what we mean. DeMar DeRozan came out with a purpose. And the Raptors did not match that. If Kawhi matched that, which I think he did, the rest of the Raptors weren't there. Whereas we're seeing Forbes in them running around, like shooting threes. And they're like all hyping up the crowd and all that. At the end of the the day, the Raptors can't shoot. No, right right now, they can't shoot. Right now, they can't shoot. Right? So they're going to be games like this. I think it's, it's about who's shooting it's the ball. It's ball movement. There's yeah. they don't run. No, but, they're, but they're not even they're not even hitting wide open shots. Also true. Also right? true. So you, you also you're true. not going to win in today's NBA if you also can't true. shoot. Who's mm-hmm. Kawhi? If Kawhi goes to the lane, who's the second option when he dishes it up? Exactly. Huh? Fred's missing wide there. open threes. Siakam missed wide open threes. Danny Green was Danny Green. Danny, like even Danny Green's going zero for seven. Yeah. Yeah. CJ can't hit the side of the, the broad side of a barn. And for the record, OG. I don't think take a shot. Yeah, I think he took two threes. Was zero for three. I don't think Delon and Fred actually really improved this year. (laughs) I'm not just 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 basing it off the one bad game. I'm just like you can see the improvement in Siakam again. Same with OG. Like they didn't really improve. Like they didn't work on OG. Didn't improve. Yeah, they didn't work on like Delon. We we said this in the playoffs. If Delon can get at least a mid range, yeah, he's deadly. Delon and Fred, and here's the thing, right? I go back to it again. The importance of Kyle Lowry and Jonas Valanciunas isn't necessarily in how good they are as players, but it's what they mean to the rest of the unit exactly. in terms of plugging people in to their bring right bring a balance. Place, it's the balance. Right? And now when you plug Fred back into his spot, you plug Delon yep. down another peg, now those guys are really good they, in their spot. They're so, not comfortable with the well, pressure. Well, like, well, they're not ready yet. And but, I, I no, wondered, but, I, but again, it's just like I said. That what uh, Bryn Forbes and Derek White looking across and seeing Fred doesn't scare you. No. Yeah. Well, Fred is in the same boat where coming off the bench, he's looking across, seeing Bryn Forbes, thinking I'm going to take this guy. Whereas when you're playing Washington and it's John Wall, or when you're playing, you know, you, now you're playing up against superstars because now you're the starting mm-hmm. point guard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a it's a whole different it's scenario. A different mi- sure. mentality. Yeah. yeah. Let me get to For some sure. comments here from Instagram. Someone says the game was lost in the first two minutes. I 
I mean, uh, I thought agree. they had chances throughout, but maybe I was spurts, just wrong. They had spurts. Yeah, they had spurts where I thought they could have made a comeback. There were some spurts where it got to like 15 in the first half and then it'd get back to 21. It was yep. just weird. Uh, frustrating loss, need JV back. We just talked about that. I think what JV means to Surge is a lot more than we realize. Uh, over screens or anything, there was just mm-hmm. no effort compared to the Spurs. Totally agree with that. Beals, you're talking Keller about that. It's just Keller energy. Man. You can energy. see the hustle there. It's there. It's there. We, yeah. Rebounds. We were saying, we were saying with Greg Monroe on the floor, Whites and Forbes, even Patty Mills, yeah. they know he's not going to fight over the yeah. screen. Yeah. They're just going over yeah. it and just pulling. Right that's away. also but, but coaching, you know, right? Yeah. To me, it, it that's is. the beauty of the sport. It's, it's pop. It's pop. pop like, yeah, so that's, they know they have their big guy setting the screen because Monroe is not coming out past the free throw line. And you can't even be seeing that. No, but you can't even known for his adjustments. You're right, but you. But and that's what I'm saying. Where you where you can't like Greg Monroe used to be but two years ago, three years ago was a star in this league, yeah. right? Yeah. He's not no more because the game has changed to that to what yeah. it is. Yeah. So you can't expect him to now fight over screens. But then that's Even when JV's not doing that either. Though. You're right, exactly. But this where if 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 you the the guard. Mm-hmm. Who's getting got to fight through it? Yeah, you got to fight through the screen. And even, and even with even on offense with Serge, like the one thing that I and you said it earlier once again, he needs to step in. Yeah, yeah, like, he's taking too long. Too but it's a, long but range. it's a mentality thing because every time Kawhi or someone does a pop and pick with him, he steps. His pop and pick is like two, three steps towards. The three point line, yeah, yeah, and like yeah. a step in, be, step it's gotta in be the, the three point way. line. It's got to be, be a pop and pick or pop and roll to the basket. Yeah, mm-hmm. like he doesn't even like. But that's so the thing, and that's, and, that's, there and, that's the, and that's the thing why he was so successful earlier because mm. playing the center position, mm. he's quicker than everybody else. Yeah. So it was a roll to the basket, mm-hmm. but also too, I think he's just he was fresher with JV, right? Like, yeah. there's not as much like if he was struggling, they go to JV. If he's playing well, like they're playing the matchup game, right. whereas now he has to play regardless of who the matchup is, and mm-hmm. it's not to his benefit when he's out there, right? So we're seeing the surge that we were used to over the past yeah, few yeah, years. Yeah. But also, as you said, he's not helping himself, and I don't know if it's if it's a mental thing or if he's tired. But when we see surge with Kyle, it's a pick and roll game, and Kyle is literally leading him with the ball he's to that elbow him. jump, he's leading him, he's right? Leading and surge him. just splashing that. We haven't seen that as of late. Serge is shooting a lot more further away he's from the basket. He's a shooter now. He's, he's, he thinks he's a stretch four. Yeah. He's not he getting those pick that. and rolls where he's he getting just he's a that. little, like, you know. And for the record, the, rap, the, the Raptors better not ever trade JV. Like, not ever, man. Uh, do you, I think, do I think you want them to valuable. make a trade? Do you think they should make a trade? I'm worried about Kyle Lowry and that. Like, to be honest, I wasn't thinking the Raptors should make a trade because I thought I this team fully healthy, I think they make the finals. There's only one I'm trade. Worried there's about only, Kyle listen, there's only one trade that the Raptors should make, and we all know what it is. If we're, not, if we're not getting Bradley Beal or Kemba Walker, <laughs> oh, <laughs> we'll make okay. no trades. Okay. Um, we'll make no trades. OG was someone who was deemed untouchable. He's very Is that touchable. still? <laughs> He's very touchable. Uh, yeah, Pause. <laughs> Pause. <laughs> He's very touchable. I know what you're saying. I know you gotta like, and and this is and this is this is, you know, when I have basketball arguments or debates, okay, I always go by the first what the first person says, okay, right. And if I have to disregard that, I can't have that argument. So like when you're when you're hearing all these guys saying OGs on, like what made them think that? Why would huh? Masai. Masai. Masai is basically saying that OG. Well, the rumor is 
OG and Pascal were basically untouchable in all Kawhi talks. That's what they said about Terrence Ross. <laughs> Where is he? But, but, is that you know because, but is that because they're African and he's trying to get the, the John African, African connection, man. Yeah. No, but okay, that's African a, connection. Yeah, you know? Okay, let's, let's, yeah, look, okay, but I'm saying like, Bradley. yes, you seen OG try to guard LeBron yesterday, and you said hey, maybe this could be something, mm-hmm. right? Oh, last year, last year, yeah, yeah. and I think that's where a lot of it came from. Not but me. But no, I'm saying from yeah, yeah, yeah. others. No, I, who got I, you. I got but, you. But and I'm and I'm not saying you just trade him for. Peanuts. Whatever. Yeah, yeah. You talked about an all-star. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. yeah. Hey, I always am on the side of someone who is not an all-star is not stopping me from getting an all-star. Meaning OG Ananobi is not gonna stop me from getting an all-star. I don't think OG knows the type of player he is yet. I think nope. I think we see spurts and the talent and the potential is there, but he hasn't tapped into it yet. I just don't see it, all right? And if the assumption is, okay, well, if Kawhi's gone next year, OG slides into the starting lineup, and not everything's fine. Obviously, a, that's a, a massive Because he had a decent playoff series. But I'm saying, obviously, there's a massive drop-off there. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. but people think that he but can everybody still thought start. OG, but everybody coming into it, OG was supposed to be the starting four. He didn't get better. Right? Yeah, he didn't get better. Just like Delon. And, and, like, Siakam, and Siakam, Siakam took it, took it yeah, right? Exactly. But now he's, he's, he's not even first... Second or third man off the bench. Well, him and Norm. It's him and Norm or Norm and uh, CJ. Um, no, 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 Delon. Delon. As of now, because Kyle. Yeah. Well, but I'm saying, but I'm saying, saying, with everybody everybody there, right? Everybody there. You got Van Fleet. You got Sert. You got JV. Right, but I see to me, Norm Norm is ahead of him. If you're not gonna Norm's ahead of him, and if you're not gonna play CJ Miles, and then say Norm starts struggling. Start playing that Montreal kid. Just see oh, what he's seeing. Just yeah. eventually, you got to see what's there. You got like, to see, you, you gotta see what's there. Like you, you got to see what's there. I think CJ's got to go because he can't find his shot. Uh, it's just such a tough spot where the Raps are right now, man. Right. Like they their offense you know is so struggling. Man. I agree. I don't think they'll let CJ go because of the vet aspect. No, we don't need vets. We got D- that's we, we, we know that. We know we, we, got we know that. We know that. But the Raptors got Kyle. Like you don't need that. that. <laughs> you don't need that vet off the bench anymore. You gotta, you gotta uh, especially when it comes to the playoffs. Yeah, yeah. And you're not, now you're only playing seven, eight players. It's a funny comment here from Instagram. It says, "As always, Raptors lose because of Demar." Hmm. See what happened there? See what they did there? I like that. I like that. I like that. Marks for that one. Uh, I think this was about the Lowry stuff. This person says it was all a setup. Ha ha ha! Laughing emoji. Uh, someone else says, "Can we talk about how Nick, how bad Nick Nurse laid another egg?" Any more specifics on that? I don't know what well, specifically I, well, we're talking about. The there, one thing, the one thing I was questioning was, you you, you get the game down, I think it was sixteen at half, mm-hmm. but then you go back to the starters. Now, obviously Kawhi comes back in. Obviously Van Fleet. So comes who does back Norm in. come in for though? But Norm should have. Well, I mean, listen. After this game, I think you start Norm. No. Do you do you not, not no I'm no not, not, not starting but you know no, but in no, no, in, in that game and you okay. see that you've got no offense except for two players. I mean, maybe Danny Green. No, 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 no. I'm not going that far. And the, the reason and I'm, I'm not going and that I'm, far and is I'm not saying it's to you, stay that way. No, no, no. You need Norm right now to play with the second unit. Because second unit has nothing. And he's giving them something. Like if you remove him now from the second unit, right, then, then it's like you're but, the, but you're replacing him with somebody from the starting unit and maybe they get, that gets their game going. Mm. It could work either I way. Don't know. I don't know. That's a it tough depends. one. That's it a tough depends. one. I mean, depends. and I'm not also not dissing Danny Green like that. Um, I'm not, but I'm one not, thing I'm is, not, but I'm not. Di- I'm not dissing anybody. But I'm saying, 
we got into this, like we're gonna do, we're gonna play all these different units together. We're gonna switch it up. We're gonna experiment and blah 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 blah. But you basically pulled. But I think that was I think that theory and what you're talking about is more based off of when you have your full team, mm. when you have Kyle and JB. But you should be doing it more when you don't because you have to find some type of connection. It's fair. You have to right? find Especially the offense. In this game. You have to find Especially the offense. Especially in this game. You have to find the offense. Whether it's on the first unit or the second unit, there has to be some type of consistency within the offense. Yeah. Right now, there's not. If we just, what are we going to do? Continue to go to Kawhi? Yeah. Every, every three possessions? Because there was three possessions in a row when the, when the, third, when the fourth quarter started. Mm-hmm. Or was it the third where they just looked off Kawhi? And Kawhi was calling for the ball. They oh, just wouldn't give it to him, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. Right. So what do we do? So we gotta find some like you type give of it, second. You can't give. You can't offense. give up a 12-0 run to start the third when you're already down sixteen. Yeah, and that was bad too because they nasty. made the push to get back, and then you know the start of the third quarter is gonna be key. And boom, nine zero run, twelve zero run was it to yeah. start the third? Not a good look. Here's a pretty good question here from Instagram. This person says, "What do y'all think Kawhi is thinking right now?" I mean, we talked about this. <laughs> we talked about this earlier, and I don't think, I don't think he has a lot of faith in anybody in the Raptors uniform outside of his buddy Danny Green and Kyle. I think and I Kyle. think he has faith in Kyle and Kyle, but I think he looks at the other guys thinking, "How am I? How am I going to win here?" I think he looks at those guys like he's all right, but he's not real. You know what I'm saying? How, you know what I'm saying? Right? How, like how most like, how most people look at how uh, most you know what I'm saying? Like because yeah, yeah, the yeah. Siakam thing, I know we keep bringing it up all the time, but I just find it funny when Kawhi's sitting there asking for the ball and Siakam's just looking him off. And if I'm Kawhi, I'm like, yo, who is this guy looking me off? Like that's not a thing nah, that can not. be happening, but it happens more and more. But yeah, if I'm Kawhi again, yeah, chemistry because it's like okay. These guys didn't show up in this game. Like, is this what I have to look forward to come playoff time? Mm-hmm. Right? Like, that's what I'm wondering if I'm Kawhi after this game. Because this was a hostile environment. They're booing me every time I touch the ball, and I was fine. Where was everybody else? Yeah, yeah. Y'all weren't getting booed every time you touched the ball. It's 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 weird with Kawhi. Like, certain things I watch, like, for him. Like, I watched at the beginning of the season, whenever they would huddle, call a timeout. He was, he was never around. Now when I watch the huddles and the timeouts, he's there, he's high-fiving, he's mm-hmm. up, he's more into it. So I think, I honestly think he's trying. Like, he's trying to be more of a team player. Yeah. I think in the beginning, he's like, I don't know these guys. I'm going to just go with the flow and see how things go. But now I think he's trying to be more in the mix. But at the same time, he's like, yeah, I need some help. Like, what's He definitely needs some help. And you know, here? before when we were talking about, a lot of the talk early on in the season was about who's the Raptors' second scorer. And obviously now without Kyle Lowry, you don't have Kyle Lowry as second scorer, but you also don't have Kyle Lowry finding whoever that second scorer is. And that's kind of a problem here is this person brings up in the chat, their question is, or their comment is, too many players are given the green light in the offense. Should have ran Kawhi pick and roll more if the team is that off instead of Fred Van Fleet. I agree with that. Yeah, yeah. But we just had, we ran the Kawhi pick and roll and Serge just wasn't knocking him <laughs> yeah, down. Serge wasn't knocking him down. Yeah. He was roll. He was like popping away from the basket mm. instead of rolling. If that to the same basket. pick and roll is run with JV. Mm-hmm. JV's knocking that down. Yeah, he, yeah. he knows he's he's not gonna step two three feet closer to the three point line. He's gonna step in two three feet closer to the hoop and he's gonna hit those. Right. It's it's all about the player. Uh, people agreeing with you guys. You guys said it's getting to the finals or bust. One person says got to get to the finals for sure. Another person says I agree with that. 
another, a third person says, I agree, finals are bust. Love my Twitter followers. If not, something went horribly <laughs> wrong. Um, it's interesting. I mean, after last year, and the reason I'm, the reason I'm saying this is because if you told me they lost to the Cavs, I would have been like, okay, cool. If they lose in six, I can handle that, right? You lost mm-hmm. to LeBron, whatever. But the way it went down was so pathetic. Yeah, yeah, this yeah, year's yeah. different because there's no LeBron. So I'm looking at it. I'm thinking, if this team is fully healthy, I expect them to make the conference finals. Mm-hmm. And if they lost in the conference finals in, let's say, six or seven, a hard-fought series, I feel like I would be okay with that. Not, You know what I mean? Like, I would be yeah, okay Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I have that. a question. And I'm saying, that, I'm saying that just with, you know, obviously... I'm assuming a lot, like who knows how it would go, but I'm assuming that. Is this game? I don't know if it's finals like, or bust yet for me. I don't know yet. Is this game really, really that, that important? Really though? This game? No, not at all. This game. Are, are, is it only? Is it only important because it's this is the first time? Yeah. We're seeing we're seeing and playing against Demar. That's it. Because we're not in the Western Conference. We're in the this Eastern game Conference. is exactly. So it's not really that no, important. We're, no. in, we're in the Eastern Conference. To me, this game is exactly like the Dwayne Casey game in the sense that it means so much more to Demar Derozan yeah, than it does to the Raptors. You're right. It's the second time it happened because right? Dwayne Casey did. We're up by like what twenty? Yeah, and the Raptors blew that game and whatever. They got yeah. bigger fish to fry. Demar Derozan. This is his. His revenge game. Yeah. This is. His this is, oh, you guys didn't think I'm good enough. Look, I'm going to score a triple-double. Shouldn't have given up on me. Good timing, man. What was that last year? Right? Good timing. Good timing. I, I laughed when I was like, wait, that's Tamar's first career triple-double? We could have used one of those in the playoffs. I didn't believe that either. I didn't believe that. We could have used one of those in the playoffs at some point. We're not, we're, not, we're not shitting on Demar. He's a good player, but you were here for four or five years going straight with to the, the ball playoffs, in your with hand. the ball as number one guy. And we didn't get a triple-double from you. It's kind of messed up, wow, right? That's crazy. Uh, someone says, Nick Nurse is giving green lights to players who are below average off the dribble scores. God damn. Who way too many players are doing too much. Kawhi only had 13 shots. I agree with that. Yeah. You were calling for certain points in the game, like, why are they not passing the ball to Kawhi? And it, it really made no sense to me. I didn't understand what was going on in this game at all. It was just an odd, odd game. Like, Van Fleet was trying. Siakam was trying, but it just, there's no flow. Yeah. There's no anything in this game. It was just an ugly, ugly game, if you ask me. The Raptors, it doesn't mean much. It's a bad loss. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's probably pers- one of their it's, worst you know, yeah, losses yeah, yeah, yeah. of the season. One of the worst losses of the yeah. season, right? It's up there for sure. Not a good look. To me, though, it's more about the storyline because tomorrow the, the Toronto media will have their very easy stories of DeMar DeRozan comes yeah, back and has his game. All that stuff, right? Yeah. Uh, let me ask you something. How cool was it to see the post-game stuff in terms of Popovich and Kawhi Leonard having a chat, but also Popovich like telling the camera to get out of my face yeah. <laughs> and that's then pop, talking man. to Kawhi? Like I said, pop, man. It's a respect, I respect man. Pop, and I, I'm, not, I'm still not sure that... I, like Pop is the face of the franchise, mm-hmm. so it was... Kawhi against the Spurs ended up being Kawhi against Pop. I don't think there was really that much bad blood there. No. I think it was more about I think it was more about everybody else. That front office, the, the medical staff, all those the GM, all of that stuff, more than it was you know, it wasn't he wasn't saying I don't want to play for Pop. He was just done with San Antonio. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. So And I, think, I mean, I don't think then much of the narratives have changed from that in terms yeah. of he just wants to go home. 
right? And I don't think that narrative's changed much. Um, someone disagrees with you or earlier point, Q, saying, stop this. You don't switch your lineup at half, <laughs> which I find funny. Uh, someone, else says, someone else says, if you listen to the Zach Lowe podcast with Siakam, you really hear about his disconnect that Kawhi has from the team besides Serge and Danny. Oh, that's pretty interesting. You know what's funny? That Zach Lowe podcast is actually like sitting on my phone waiting for me to listen to. And I'm like, ah, I got to figure out time to, to sit down and listen to this. But um, that's why, interesting. But why is he putting that? Why is he putting that in the air? Oh, Siakam. why would he say that in an why, interview? Why, why, would, why would he put that in the <laughs> that's air? That's a good point. That's a good question. Of, what type of, what's, I got to listen to it for, for the context of it. But does that surprise you? No. No, like I said. Like hearing it doesn't surprise doesn't, 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 Isn't that what yeah. we just said, though? It doesn't surprise me. But at the same time. You don't, yeah, you don't, yeah, you don't air the dirty laundry. Yeah. You don't say that. Young. He's also young. He doesn't. He's not sure. used to the game. Yeah, he's young, and he can still get a veteran slap. You <laughs> shouldn't sure. be saying that. Yeah, you can't say that. I mean, that's, I, that's something that's you know, like, come on, man. That's uh, homie that said that. Give me some more details on that. Some more context. If you if you're still listening, uh, I want to know more about that. But I find that interesting. And again, I'm not surprised if you didn't listen to last podcast. I was saying you can see sometimes how many times Pascal looks off. Looks off. Kawhi, like we're it just looks weird, game. right? We were yeah. saying that watching the game, but there were two moments from last game that we were talking about during the podcast where um, he didn't pass the ball to Kawhi yeah. and then falls on the ground and Kawhi literally just walked right by him and didn't even like look at him or attempt to help him up off the ground. And I thought, that's kind of weird, right? But I don't know. This whole team, this is all a weird mess because – if I'm if I'm Kawhi, if I'm Danny Green, I'm also looking at Demar or not Demar. I'm looking at Kyle because there was a shot they showed on the TNT broadcast yep. where Demar is talking to Kyle. Kyle's and this is during the game. Kyle's like talking to Demar, mm. and then Kawhi like walks by and like looks at Kyle, and Kyle kind of looks like. And the freeze frame, because this is what the internet does, sure. the freeze frame is so perfect because yeah, someone yeah, had yeah. the caption. It was kind of like when you're out with your new girl and you see the X. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and it was Kawhi, like... Kawhi's taking mental notes. Trust me, he is. But, he is, man. He, he can't is. take 13 shots in this in this game. No, no, no. Right? Like, especially no, coming no. off a career-high night against the Jazz, especially how you know how much this game means to him. It should have been on the other players' minds to feed Kawhi Get him so going have, early, often. It was a TNT so I, broadcast. So I, so, I, so I have a question. This this culture that Masai was talking about in the off season, okay, was 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 and you know culture that, reset. Yeah, not the culture reset, but building the culture to make Kawhi want to sink to stay. Mm-hmm. Was, was those messages not relayed to the players as well? No, I don't know. Because, That's a good it, because it's not seeming, a good question. right. Because we we seen the the the, the front office mm-hmm. and then the the you know behind the scenes. Kind of cater to Kawhi. Yeah. Sure, take the second night of two days off, of back to backs off, and don't worry about reporting. Come in to Toronto when you want. Don't worry about interviews and da da da. But the players, some of the players at least, don't seem to be receptive. Receptive of that. I think there's a weird like a weird dynamic. And this is a lot of there. this is a lot of speculation for sure, right? So don't take of this course. as like me saying this is a thing, but. Put yourself in the shoes of the other players in the room, right? We just talked about, you know, Damar against everyone that's not named uh, that's not named Norm. Basically, everyone else kind of looked like Damar was their their pops, which essentially he was for how many years in a row, right? Yeah. So now he's gone. Kyle's still here. 
Kyle still runs a room. Even when you listen to Danny Green's podcast, he talks about, oh, well, you know, Kyle's like the OG in the room and blah, 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 blah. Like the hierarchy goes through Kyle still, right? So my assumption here is that when you remove that element of DeMar, Kyle's still here. There's going to be a little bit of a disconnect in terms of how mad they are about DeMar leaving and basically Masai saying he doesn't think the team's good enough. And now you're bringing in these two guys from the Spurs to be like, oh, these guys are it. We're letting Kawhi do whatever he wants. He can play sometimes. He's not playing. other. Like, you're literally letting him do whatever he wants. Yeah. And then how the rest of the guy is going to sit there and watch this guy, knowing that he has one foot in, one foot out, and they're here building this culture, building this program. You have to look kind of sideways at it at certain points, but you respect it because Kawhi gets busy. Exactly. You know what I mean? Exactly. Uh, our guy responded back when I asked, uh, what did Zach Lowe have to say on the podcast with Siakam? He says, Zach asks about his relationship with Kawhi, and he talks about how Serge is really the only one who talks to him comfortably. He talks about how he and Siak he talks about how Siakam wouldn't even know how to respond to a joke. Well, so, like I said, Kawhi, well, we all know Kawhi wasn't coming in. <laughs> Someone else says Kawhi is leaving. This team is whack. They let Kawhi down. <laughs> Shout out to the Raptors fan base. Yo, this game means nothing. Eh? Means like nothing, in the grand man. scheme of things, nothing. this game doesn't mean anything. It was a bad game. It was a bad game. Yeah, it was a bad game a bad all game. around. I don't think Nurse made enough adjustments. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think was... that, you know, anyone other like to me, this was a game showing that our young bucks aren't ready yet for prime time. Right? Like that's that, what, that's what I, I think, took from this I game. think because they knew it would be uh, you know a, a national broadcast game. They, no, well, I, they, you know what? They I kind of took I, advantage I of it. I don't, I I don't even think that. I just don't think Kyle Lowry. I just don't think that they came in I think they probably downplayed this. Oh, for sure. Everybody was downplaying this for game. Sure, the Raptors? Sure. The Raptors. Okay. Right? I can see that. So like it's just another game or whatever. You know, it didn't. It didn't it Kawhi didn't, himself yeah. probably downplayed it. Yeah, they're gonna boom. Yeah, I don't care. It's yeah, Kawhi, it's Kawhi, right? So, it, I don't think it was a thing for them. It was another yeah, game yeah, for yeah. them. They were trying to downplay. Yeah, we're playing Demar, but oh, it's okay. It's just another game. He's on the other team now. I'm sure that was in all the pregame interviews. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, yeah, he's my buddy, and you know, sad to see him go, but he's on another team now. I'm still with the Raptors, so mm-hmm. we're gonna walk into it like it's in, like it's, you know, it's just another game. Uh, Whereas everybody knows, for Demar, it was not this, just another this, game. This, this exactly. was Demar's right. championship game. Even for the Spurs, I don't think it was just another game. Uh, just a heads up: it looks like this uh, Instagram story is about to go down soon. Just a heads up. So if it cuts out while I'm talking, shout out to all the people on Instagram. If you want to continue listening, we're still going to be on Twitter at Shell Alexander, or check out the full podcast tomorrow wherever you get your podcasts. All right, peoples. Um, someone else says, "Why didn't you?" Uh, about the young guys when... Oh, why didn't you say that about the young guys when we slapped Golden State? It was just the DeRozan factor. So they had one good game against Golden State. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. Kyle Lowry played. Yeah, Kyle Lowry played. And Kyle Lowry <laughs> controls the whole tempo. Kyle Lowry came out game, and set the tone like, for everything. This was just yeah. one game that this doesn't is, really matter. I mean, that's that's, what, I, that's right? what I said earlier was that they couldn't shoot. They haven't been able to shoot. Nobody's been able to shoot the ball consistently. Here's the other thing. Since right? that like, game. Here's, here's the other thing. For Bryn Forbes and whatever the other dude's name is and the Raptors guys, 
it's an old cliche, right? Your bench players play better at home. Your secondary players play better at home. The Raptors, especially with El Kyle Lowry, now you need Van Fleet to play like a starter and be consistent. But he's not there yet in his career. And it's interesting because I was thinking in the offseason when they traded DeRozan, when they traded DeRozan, I was like, okay, cool. I'd be all right if they traded Lowry because we could roll with Freddie and DeLon, right? And like with that whole year of that being the mindset is kind of different than now being midway through. And it's like, hey, you guys got to take the keys. Right, like I kind of just think like it's a tougher position to have these guys in now because the difference between your starters and your bench guys is consistency, mm-hmm. right? And we're seeing that now. The young guys are not being consistent at all, and that's just kind of what it is. That's kind of what it's been, and it's not a good look, right? It's it's not a good look for the Raptors. Uh, let Our me... young guys didn't get any better though. Only one that got better was Siakam, and yeah. it's, it's, it's and Norm. showing and Norm. and Norm and Norm it's showing and showing and Norm. Uh, let's see some more comments here. What happened to Danny Green? He had a very poor night. That's for sure. Uh, Serge doesn't look the same without Lowry feeding him dimes. Definitely true. Uh, pace of the game was whack from the start. Totally agree with that. Uh, all the people that were worried when Kyle was slumping are learning what real problems are now. Yeah, I mean, Kyle's shooting slump seems like so long ago now, right? Because yeah. it's like... So much has happened since. So many yeah, other yeah, injuries he's, he's since. One of those guys are okay. So he's going oh for ten from the field. But you look up, he's got twelve assists, three rebounds, took two major charges at the yeah. end of the game. Like he, steals. he, he's capable of doing other things. He controls and the offense, you, and that's again, that's what you get from the difference between an an, an okay NBA player and uh, an all star, right? Yeah. Think, he's going that, to affect the game. When he's there, he affects the game. I think right? that, yeah. I think Whereas it. CJ, if CJ's not shooting threes, CJ sits on the bench. Yeah, yeah. I no, think that's sure. the one thing people got to realize that Kyle and Kawhi have a common. They can control the game mm-hmm. offensively and defensively mm-hmm. if they want to. Also, too, just Kyle Lowry, a lot of those shots that we're seeing Freddie miss, Kyle Lowry's knocking down that open three. Oh, yeah. Right? Like, Kawhi's getting double teamed. Kyle Lowry's sitting there waiting to just knock down that wide open three. Freddie's too comfortable, like with those threes. It just, it just he look, takes. It it, he's like very a, confident. Looks, he doesn't hesitate at all. Confident. And you it like that like a practice shot though. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, why are you not hitting that? Yeah, that should be that should be money for you. It should mm-hmm. be. It's just a weird. It's it's not a good look for the Raps right now. And I don't yeah. know because. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm worried about Kyle Lowry's back. Even if he does play this weekend, it's just like, well, are we getting the same Kyle Lowry? And if we are getting the same Kyle Lowry, how how long long? can we get the same Kyle Lowry for? That, again, is taking charges. He's normally near the top of the league in taking charges. Again, the guy that's driving in the lane, taking the hits. You need that Kyle Lowry if this team is going to actually make it to the NBA Finals. And if not, then we need to see much better play from... Delon and uh, Freddie, or get Kemba, (laughs) (laughs) or get Kemba. Um, I'm wondering. Kyle Lowry's still trending. I want to know what people think. If if people were kind of rattled by the whole Kyle Lowry being on the bench, uh, or in this game but not being on bench or the others, like, do we care about that? Is that a big deal? Does that bother you? I want to know what other people think about that too. Get it, and I understand it, but I think that it's kind of whack. Yeah. Right, like I get it. Yeah. Like it's you're yeah. playing against Demar. You want to be there yeah. to talk you to want, Demar. You know. That's whack. Yeah. Because if it's just you can talk to Demar after the game. You can talk to Demar in the locker room. You can talk to Demar before the game. Right, like it's we were. 
<laughs> you probably had dinner. You probably were. You probably exactly. seen each so, other during the day. So yeah, totally weird. But again, Raptors lose this game big, one twenty five, one oh seven, to the San Antonio Spurs. I guess we give Demar Derozan the player of the game as he finishes with his first ever career triple double, looking triple like double of his career. Twenty one points, fourteen rebounds, eleven assists for your man's Demar Derozan. Um, and you know, you know what, you know, what, I, again, why I, I love Pop. Pop gave DeRozan that triple double. Oh, because he brought it, him back in. Because in any other game, he doesn't play the fourth, right? Yeah, yeah. If you look, Demar at the half, mm-hmm. he didn't shoot at all. He didn't shoot at all in the fourth, in the third yeah. and fourth quarter. He was just passing the ball. I'm not gonna get so you he was 50, going. He would get you the triple double. Yeah. He was going to get. He was going to get that triple double. Yeah. And yeah. Pop and Pop let him. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it, it. it was a good look. It was a good look for Demar for sure. Um, also a good look for the podcast because I felt like we were all a little more fired up. I know normally sometimes when losses happen, it's kind of like, oh, the mood's a little down. But I feel like there's enough going on in this game mm-hmm. that I was fired up about DeMar obviously coming out playing big. The Raptors basically no showing if you're not named Kawhi or Norman no Powell. Problem. And, you know, Kawhi getting booed just seems so weird to that's me. That's nasty, man. That's it just seems weird to me. And I get how that's it all nasty. went down, but that's kind of weird. And if Pop isn't that mad about it, fans, come fans on, man. Be either. Come on. Nah. I want to hear Pop's post game. Actually, maybe I should look up, look for that, but I'm pretty sure Pop would probably have Almost respect. some yeah, comments yeah. in his post game about Kawhi getting booed. But anyways, um, Thank you for joining us on the Wrap It Up podcast. As mentioned before, brought to you by Clean Cuts Barbershop. <clears throat> Give them a call. Go check them out. Get your hair cut. Get fresh. That's what Clean Cuts does, as well as sponsoring this podcast. So shout out to Skip for showing love to the podcast. And you know what? Shout out to you guys for joining me on this big game, one of the biggest games of the year. Oh, Raptors, no, no. I mean, nobody told the Raptors that. But <laughs> I appreciate you guys showing up, unlike the Raptors for this for game. Sure. Uh, Beals, where can people find you? What are you working on? First off, let me know the project. What are you working on right now? Where can uh, find project you? is done. We're just you know putting together the marketing, the promoting, and the release date. But it's looking like end of January, the blessing. And then after that, another project called Love Reads Hate, and you're gonna get Trudeau, my official maker. Hey. Um, you can find me at. Um, hey, hold on. Did we ever talk about the major? Nah, 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 Are we nah, able that's... to talk about that? We can or... talk about a little, a little bit, man. You know, we got some good things in the works. Don't yeah. want to give too much away. Okay, we'll save it. We'll really save good, it. You know? Hey, that's, that's, that's you let most me know important. when we're allowed to like fully go I definitely in. Definitely will. I definitely will. Know. After the blessing. After the blessing. Okay. After the blessing. Okay. Um, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at BSBTMG. Hit me up anytime. All right. All right. Q. I know you're the nine to five guy now, but also, what, what else is going on? You know, we're still doing the DBS thing. Check us out, dbscaps.com, on all social media. Can I get a new hoodie, man? What's looking fresh on you right there? Foots, anyway. I need Foots. Listen to this guy, how he's going to pull me like Foots, that, I, need, I need that right. sample piece I seen you wear, man. I seen that sample piece. I need that Foots. Uh, yeah, we got, we got some samples that. coming. We got some things coming. Okay. Um, Where can people find it, man? DDScaps.com, social media and all, at DDScaps on all social media. Personally, I'm always at simply underscore just underscore Q. Hit me up, man. It's, you know, keep keep supporting. You know what? Keep supporting the podcast. Man. We're doing we're doing big numbers. No doubt, man. No doubt. Big numbers. I'm gonna be coming through more often. Yeah. As, as, as you know, 
trade deadline comes up and you know, <laughs> we want to thank you Shelly man it's way, you know man. it's, things, it's not easy what you're doing make sure it's a you lot of hard work YouTube Twitter Instagram wherever it's called I will say it's been made easier by the people because, like, even when I, and when I'm here by myself, I'm still interacting and talking mm-hmm. with the people. And so, without them, I mean, it, it. And I know that sounds cliche, but it's funny. One of the things I, I read before we started this podcast or started this project on the whole was one of the things that one of the guys said, and I read and talked about focusing on depth, not weight, because on social media, you know, with likes and all that stuff, when like. Someone could be sitting on, like, taking a dump and they're just liking whatever, you know? And, like, what does that really mean? As opposed to building depth. So if you have, like, less numbers, but you have an engaged number of people that will roll with you, that fuck with what you're doing, that's way more important. And what I've learned from doing that is exactly that. Like, we got a a solid squad of people that tune in each and every week on, like, uh, each and every week, each and every game. Mm -hmm. After the game, they're in the chat room, they're asking questions on instagram or in the youtube uh chats which like the youtube comment section honestly is incredible there's so much talk there after each and every game which each every podcast and really this is no hyperbole this is legit like without the people there is no this it doesn't this doesn't work right so wanted to create a platform where as raptor fans after big games like this there's a place we can congregate and talk shit and discuss how cheesed we are (laughs) right or celebrate the big time wins which we know will be coming later on this season so it's been a fun project that we just hope to keep it continuing and as we continue to build thanks for being along for the ride of course like i said people you know you've been great let us know what you what you like what you don't like what what you guys want to see, what you guys want to hear. Critique us, let us know. We're going to talk basketball. This is what we do anyway. Exactly. So, you know, join in. Yeah, and I would try to read as many comments as possible, so for sure. And you can always find me on Twitter, which you can find this podcast live after each and every Toronto Raptors game, at Shell Alexander. Also taking your questions and comments on Instagram, at Sheldon Alexander. And if you miss it after the game or you got to wake up early in the morning or, you know, you'd rather listen on your morning commute to work, it becomes a podcast, which you can find on iTunes, on SoundCloud, on Google Play, if you just search On Blast Podcast. And again, shout out to the YouTube community. Shout out to those people watching the videos at work. I appreciate you. I, I see like the breakdowns of when people are watching and I'm like, a lot of y'all are definitely watching at work. And I appreciate that. <laughs> Your boss might not appreciate that, but I appreciate you. (laughs) So shout out and continue to watch, continue to comment, continue to like and share with your other like-minded Raptors friends. So that's really what we're trying to do. We're trying to build a community for Raptors fans as we continue to follow the the best team, the best player in Raptors franchise history, the best team in Raptors franchise history, and hopefully the most successful season in Raptors franchise history. So again, thank you for joining me on the Wrap It Up podcast. And as always, I used to pray for times like this to rhyme like this. This is Wrap It Up on Blast Raps postgame show, as always, unpolished and unapologetic. Until next time, a big back-to-back this weekend, Milwaukee and Indiana. See you then. Peace. Boom. Boom, blast.